Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Again Again, the podcast where we ask guests if when you die, you can look at any event throughout history and see how it objectively happened. What event would you see first and why? I am your host, Ballister. With me always is your other host, Amanda, and our producer, Tyler. Hello. Today we have a stand-up comedian as our guest. You can catch him all over Orange County. You can also watch his sketch videos on his social media. We're really excited to have this guy here. Please welcome Ramon Hernandez. Woo! Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thank welcome, you. Buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Ramon, before we start, tell everybody where they can find you, any social media or any anything you'd like to plug up top. Uh yeah you can go ahead and find me just on 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 instagram uh on at last on the list comedy um also at mexican candy on on instagram also it's a live show that i produce and then uh then uh, a few hey if if anybody if this gets out to anybody's ears uh that, that also wants to listen i i do a podcast called iron buddies with a with a few with a few buddies of mine yeah and uh, we just, hey, it's one of those shooting, shooting, shooting the poop. That's all we do. <laughs> awesome, man. Speaking of you and your buddies, we were watching the other day your only dad sketch. We were laughing our ass off at that sketch, man. Oh, yeah. Th- thanks. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that was uh, uh, something we did during the, during the, during while well, we were all in quarantine, um, since we couldn't do stand up. Um, I was like, I never really saw myself as writing like a script or anything. Um, but since I didn't have anything else to do, I, uh, I, I wrote that and I had a, a few of my friends help, help us out. And, uh, and yeah, we got that done. It was a lot of fun. It's so good. Awesome, you guys have yeah. to check out that sketch. It just gets funnier and funnier. <laughs> it's one of those, you know, when you show somebody something that you think is funny on your phone and you're like waiting for them to also laugh and you're like, you're hoping that they also laugh because it's like a two and a half minute thing. Right. But that one, everyone I've showed, it always awesome. hits, man. Yeah. It's always Oh, really? Funny. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. <laughs> I, it really was... Uh, it was like, uh, I, I don't know if I have a, a passion for, for script writing or writing sketches, but that was something that was just kind of like near and dear to me, you know, cause I'm, uh, um, you know, I have a lot of kids. I have my biological kids. I have step kids. And, uh, just the idea of maybe like a par- parenting, like a subscription based parenting service would have been funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, funny. <laughs> so, um, before we get started on your events, I want to talk about the first time I ever saw you do stand up. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I met you that night, but when I, when I started back in Orange County, it's January 2016, so it's like over five years ago. That's over half a decade. Um, but uh, I'm sitting there, and I signed up. My first time signing up, and I'm, you know, like the first time you sign up, you're so fucking nervous. So a lot of times you'll sit there, and you'll be really supportive of everyone. Like, you'll be like, yeah, <laughs> clapping, clapping, because you're so nervous to go up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there, I'm waiting, I'm seeing all the comedians, and then this guy comes up, and he just does <laughs> the first, like, three minutes of his act in Spanish. And he just he's going all in Spanish and he's killing and I'm laughing my ass off because, well, I understand it. I can tell this we're in uh, Newport Beach, Costa Mesa. So I can tell a lot of the white people are laughing because because they're like, what the fuck is happening? But a lot of people are laughing because he's actually being funny in Spanish. <laughs> do you remember that? Is that do you still do that? Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to hone it. Uh, I really uh, since my first my first the first language I speak is technically Spanish, even though it's it's probably the least one I practice. But I do consider myself, you know, that Spanish being the first the first language I, I learned to speak. 
So, you know, uh, I'm trying to, it's just hard to translate my thoughts that are now processing in English and then put them on, on, on the paper in Spanish. Right. It's more like when I speak Spanish, it's definitely from the heart kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, because my mom would, would speak it to me, my dad, my grandma, you know, and English is more like what I learned from the TV, what I learned yes. at school. So it's definitely more, uh, it's more personal. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I just, I want to be, I, I love you're you're Mexican Bellister, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it, for me being uh, my our roots our our Hispanic roots is so near and dear to my heart that when I do it, I just don't want to translate jokes that I thought up in English into mm -hmm. Spanish. I want to I want to really ha have that Latin American Latino experience when I do it. So I want to start yeah. the, writing the jokes organically in Spanish. Dude, that that makes total sense. You know, it's like if if you if you're thinking about it in Spanish, if you're writing them out in Spanish, and that's you know coming from that experience, it is a little different, you know, than you know translating a Starbucks joke into Spanish or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and I feel like it would be a lot easier, and I feel like maybe that's what the a, a lot of a lot of uh, Latino comedians who end up doing some Spanish comedy, what they end up doing, I think they just predominantly translate their jokes. But for me. It's more of a, I want to, I, I want to, uh, put out my experience. I want people to, 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 to laugh at that experience or laugh with me at the Hispanic experience. Yeah, man. Uh, that's, that's where, that's sort of where, where the whole Mexican candy show came from that, that I produce. Uh, also it's like, there's these new, uh, Hispanic comedians coming up that aren't necessarily that don't fit into that category of, of Latin comedy night, like refried Tuesdays or anything like that, you know, with, with the huge expressions and, and they're, they're more kind of, it's, it's first generation, second generation comics that are, that have that heritage, but necessarily like they don't speak Spanish necessarily, but that doesn't take away that they're still living a Latino experience. Yeah. Our internet, our, our internet crapped out. Sorry about that. Yeah. But yeah, man, that was, that was the first time I ever saw you and I, I'll never, I'll never forget it. And I'm so happy that we like met and became friends. Cause I just would have always like, if I never saw you again, or I, I would have always been like, who was that guy who was doing yeah. stand up? And I was there that night also. And other than Bellister, you were the only person I remember. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You all didn't meet at an open mic, did you? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, I, I like doing that. That When I first started, I was like, yeah, like, I don't really, especially in Orange County, you know how it is, Bellister. Uh, there's not yeah. really, like, in Orange County, in the in the circle that we ran with, or the the scene that we ran with, there wasn't really that many Latinos. It was already it was no. always like a lot. Like there's a lot more now. Yeah. But it was you know it was you know it was white and and African American and I just and where we were performing, dude, it's all white Newport, Costa yeah. Mesa, Irvine. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give these people a little taste of a little uh, flavor of flavor, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome like yeah. like your name is is uh bellister but in spanish is it's it's belestre right belester yeah belester belester okay so okay all right see i, I, I like that name <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome okay from uh ramon so 
we ask all our guests if when you die you can see any event in history and see how it objectively happened what event would you see first and why so let's start with your personal event why don't you tell us a little bit about that my personal event i want to go back 11 years ago going on 11 years in october october 30th 2010 the night i met my wife Ooh, very nice night before halloween it was it was that's why i remember it uh because and that's the anniversary that we celebrate i just remember it because i think in march of 2010 i had just broken up with somebody that was totally not right for me completely not right yeah um uh, and and you know she was she was an all right person but we just had different different uh faiths she was of the right. christian faith and i am a non-practicing catholic so <laughs> yeah. i was with that per- <laughs> we tried to make it work for two years and in march of 2010 i broke up with her and i was single for i mean i was single for uh up until i met my wife and um and I remember that night, it was a Saturday night, and I had been really working on myself. I was going to the gym. I was trying to get my my mind and my life right. Um, yeah, just not really interested. Yeah, right? After a breakup, you don't want to jump into anything too quick. And I remember that night, I really wasn't going to do anything. The night before, The night before Halloween... There's a bunch of parties going. I really don't have anybody that I'm cool with other than a cousin of mine. And we're just hanging out, not really doing anything. And then I think my sister called me like at around, I don't know, eight, eight o'clock, eight o'clock that night. She was like, hey, what are you doing? You should come out. You know, we're all we're having a party at, at, you know, at one of our cousins house. Come out. They're having a Halloween party. Just, you know, put a put a costume together. And I told the cousin I was with uh, Francisco. I told my cousin Francisco, I was like, dude, let's go. Let's let's go to this party. We're not really doing anything. We're hanging out watching TV. And we ended up going. I threw on whatever costume. I threw on some glasses, a wig, a sweater. I think <laughs> I, it was it was a recycled costume from from when I was with the previous girl it, for like a <laughs> sock hop. It was like a sock hop party. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'll just go as a nerd. I'll go as a... So. <laughs> that is the quintessential last minute Halloween costume. Yeah. Yeah. Because Every, everyone's got that stuff lying around. You can always yeah, go as a nerd. I remember one time in high school, someone had uh, like a Halloween party last minute. I, I like put I did the nerd thing and then I was like but I gotta be scary so I was like a nerd with like a plastic knife walking around <laughs> this will spice up the costume yeah exactly <laughs> deranged nerd revenge yeah. of the nerds revenge of the nerds yeah. yeah there you go you always do that with with uh, Halloween costumes that are thrown last last minute you yeah. pour blood on yourself or you pick <laughs> that's right you never throw away a Halloween mask a wig a cape you always keep that shit yeah. Uh huh. All right. So you're you got you're dressed up as the nerd. I'm dressed up as a nerd. I remember I, I stopped by a Seven Eleven uh, to pick up some some brewskis because yeah, yeah. I hate showing up to a party empty-handed. Mm-hmm. And I'm there, you know, me and my cousin, my sister. I'm, you know, everybody everybody's family there. We're all hanging out, and and then um, I'm having an okay time. You know, I'm not really too much of a beer drinker, but that night, you know, when you're single, you know, single and you're vibing, you're having, you know, let loose mm-hmm. a little bit. And then, um, 
Yeah, you've been studying, man. You got to let loose, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pretended to be Christian for two years. It's time for me to drink. <laughs> Talking about blood of Christ. <laughs> I'll show her. I'll throw my life away with alcohol tonight. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so then... When you're, I mean, I, I, I don't know how it is at, 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 in any other cultures, but when you're at a Hispanic backyard party and, the, you know, uh, your cousins will take you out to dance and you're all on the yeah. dance floor uh -huh. and I'm related to everybody. So I'm like, this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then out of nowhere, this, this girl shows up and she's dressed up, she's dressed up as a cat. I remember she had like red hair. She's very beautiful. Uh -huh. And um and I'm dancing with one of my cousins and and then this this girl shows up and I don't know her I've never seen her and then I hear my cousin call her cousin like the the girl that showed up that ended up being my girlfriend then my wife is cousins with a second cousin of mine and then my gotcha. cousin's like oh hey cousin here <laughs> dance with dance with this cousin and I'm like wait are we cousins <laughs> and we're absolutely not cousins yeah uh, but I ended up dancing with her uh, for for most of the night and then when we when we would take a break. You know, she would go to her respective corner with her yeah. friends, mm -hmm. and then uh, I would go to my respective corner with my cousin and my sister, and then I was like, I think she likes me, but I don't know if she likes me, likes me. Yeah. Uh, I had a wig on, and I had the glasses on, and <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to let her know who, who I really am, and, <laughs> and I see her, you know, we're kind of giving each other the eye from across the, the dance floor, mm -hmm. and I take my... Uh, hey, for some for some Latinas it does it uh, the bald head. So I I took the the glasses off. I took the wig off because it was hot, you know. But I definitely <laughs> wanted to get her her attention. And once the once that came off, I saw her looking at me a little bit more. And I kept asking her to dance, you know. I got I you know I asked her if she wanted a beer because I had a beer with me. It was just like <laughs> dance the night away the night away. And then you know I would see her, you know I would see other guys, you know, try to come up to her and dance with her. And I was like, no 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 no, you're dancing like you know. Yeah. I, I made it known that I was interested in her. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we had a really awesome time and I didn't get her name. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't ask for her number, nothing. Uh -huh. It was like a real like Cinderella moment. Uh -huh. And that was the night I met my wife and I, the party ended. I didn't have any information other than she was related to my second cousin and then for maybe like about a, a few weeks after that, it, this was before everybody was on social media. Like this was before everybody <laughs> so, had an IG. Before you could look so you, you knew she was your cousin's cousin. So kind of in your head, you're like, I can find you. Like I yeah. can, <laughs> I can, I don't, you know, like I, let's not, let's not go too fast. Ask for a number nothing. Like I can, I can, I know, I know you got, you got links to me somehow. <laughs> so you were comfortable with that. You're like, exactly. Exactly. Buster. <laughs> I, knew so, the, hey, I knew the tentacles were out there, baby. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. They're out there, man. We can reach you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. And I didn't definitely want to, didn't want to come on too strong. I was like, Hey, we're having a good time. We're dancing, you know, and uh and yeah so after after that maybe it took me a few it took me a few days to actually find her uh through my cousin's facebook and uh and yeah we we started texting and we started you know we started dming i was one of the original slider dms yeah 
uh, so over a decade ago. And yeah, we we went out maybe like a month after. And one thing led to another. And, you know, we, we had kids and we got married. And That's I just awesome. That's awesome. And I just think back and I'm like, man, what if I would have not gone to that party? Or what if I? Yeah. So it all started October 30th, 2010. How did you? Um, yeah. So did you were did you almost not go to that party? Did, was Francisco like, eh, let's just hang out. Let's not go. Like, were you close? And do you do you, do you like think about that? Like, oh, my God, what if we hadn't crossed paths? <laughs> Yeah, well, I I think about that um, uh, a lot of the times because I'm not a party guy. I'm not even a dancing guy, honestly. So it's weird that we met, we spent the night dancing. I'm not a dancing guy at all. And I think that night, I'm just, I don't, I don't really go out to places. Like, I'm not a, I'm not the kind of guy that like, oh yeah, or all the cousins are hanging out. But for some reason that night, I just didn't want to be home. Yeah. Uh, and my cousin is definitely a homebody as well. And he didn't, I kind of, you know, dragged him out, but there was just something, I don't know, something that was just telling me, go, go have fun. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Did, has your wife ever mentioned like almost not going or any similar kind of experience? No, but she, 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 uh, she's, I guess back in the day she would show up casually late. So, I mean, it just, it just so happens that when she showed up, I was there. I probably, if, if the party wouldn't have gotten better, I probably would have ended up leaving. She showed up late. So it's, it's very serendipitous and, and I'm, and I'm close with these cousins, but like I, since I don't really, I don't really, I didn't really hang out with them you know, we probably cross paths sort of like, sort of like, what is that? What's that saying? The like two ships in the night or like, Mm -hmm. we just, we, we definitely, since we have the same family members, we never saw each other, you know? And then, you know, when, when we started talking, you know, she, she would tell me that, you know, I didn't know that your sister, you know, that, that she had a brother. I never, it's funny how we never knew each other. It's funny how we never met each other. And she had just, she had hey i'm a homewrecker baby she had just uh <laughs> broken up with her with her husband she was separated from her husband yeah. and so it was almost like you know right place and right time when yeah. when we met yeah. so that's that's funny because we talk about a lot like what was the closest we ever were to each other before we knew each other yes like were we ever like in the same grocery store or something before or like we did we met. ever did like did your dad ever pass my dad on the freeway while I was looking out the window like right you know like so so yeah you mm-hmm. guys you guys could have definitely uh, met before but it's funny how you like you didn't yeah and I, I mean my parents actually have a funny story like that they were both dating I believe the relation was cousins at the same time what uh huh and my mom remembers your mom and dad there were two two cousins and your mom and dad dated either of them uh huh whoa and my mom remembers like going over the house and like seeing your dad and hearing like the girl be like oh I just met this guy he's really cute oh wow that's so bizarre to think like that's probably the closest you guys came before you knew each other yeah Yeah. um my uh, I used to go to this this gym out in Orange County and I would go there I mean, I, I went there before 2010. I was probably there almost every day for mm-hmm. for probably five years. I would go every day, every day. About 2005 to 2010, I was going to that. To, it was an L.A. fitness. 
And then when I started to get to know my wife, I, I told her the time that I would go to this gym. And she was like, I used to go to that gym too. What? Oh my God. Yeah. She had a personal trainer and I knew like we just, it was, we were basically, we could have met each other at that gym and I could have, you know, <laughs> Dude. we, we would have been two completely different people at the time. She would have still been married. I probably mm. would have been in a relationship mm. and it just wouldn't have, you know, we probably would have never have even noticed each other. Right. So, it so was, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It just worked out. Yeah. And, and it's, <laughs> it's funny cause so the girl I had broken up with the, the Christian girl, she, mm-hmm. um, when I was with her, I, I, I liked her a lot. I thought she was very, very cool. Like cool person. Just our, our faiths just didn't, didn't match up. And I remember she would tell me she, she, this was the type of girl that had her life all mapped out. She Mm -hmm. was going to have, she was going to be married one, one wedding in Mexico, one, one wedding in the States, Uh different dresses, horse and carriage, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) She's, she was going to have twins. They were going to be boys. Whoa. They were going to be cowboy fans. I don't know if that works that way, but okay. Wait, 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 wait. Well, not for her. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, after, after, after meeting my wife, we moved in together. We got pregnant at when we were about, I don't know, two, two and a half years together. Mm-hmm. Pregnant with twin boys. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's wild. Do you, <laughs> was do, she like predicting your future instead yeah, was of she, her own? Was she like, was she, <laughs> yeah, maybe she could see, you know, she could, or I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't. Uh, faith and religion eh. but maybe she could sense something about your future and she's like she's like that's what i see yeah that's crazy that is that is wild yeah twins run in your family or your wife's family uh i mean like maybe i mean two generations back in my family Mm. wow yeah that's amazing are your kids cowboy fans (laughs) (laughs) no out of spite they're they're giants fans (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's amazing yeah so did anything else happen at that party? Did Francisco meet anybody? Did anything else memorable about that night? Absolutely. Uh, n- no, I do remember. Uh, uh, Francisco probably didn't have a didn't have a good time at that party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he I was didn't. probably expecting just to hang around you the whole time, and then you ditched him. <laughs> <laughs> ditched him to meet your wife. <laughs> yeah, it's a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, the best one. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, no. Uh, it was just, it was that. I, I'm pretty sure he stopped having a good time. And, and I think I, in the middle of the night, I probably went out to go get a pack of cigarettes. So I think I did all of that before I met her. Um, my wife was, she was dressed up as a cat. So I do remember that. Well, yeah. I yeah. feel like if a girl's dressing up as a cat for a costume party, that's like she's trying to meet someone. You know? <laughs> I feel like that's the quintessential costume that's like cute and sexy without being like too much any oh, it's direction. A, it's a great costume. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. She she was ready to meet the man of her dreams, I think. <laughs> yeah. The nerd the nerd of her dreams. The nerd yeah. of her dreams, exactly. Yeah. And then she she's She's like, she's back with her, she's back with her, her people. She's like, yeah, he's great. He's funny. He seems nice. I just, I wish he was bald, you know? <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got too much hair. hair. <laughs> he's got too much hair. Little did she know. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan of cats. So the fact that I was attracted to her just as, a, <laughs> as my least favorite animal. Uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there was I think there was a guy that night that was trying to talk to her 
And I just kept kind of like, you know, dancing my way around the dance floor, kind of yeah. trying to trying to bump him out of the way. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> got this, this one. one. <laughs> yeah, there's. I've heard many stories like that about like the day. Um, I mean, uh, this you know, Bill Burr has a story about like when he met his wife or whatever, or the night he like he asked her to like hang. They were hanging out with a group of friends apparently, and then. And then, like, he tried to ask his now wife to go just drink by themselves. But there was another dude in the group who was, like, trying to be like, no, no, we're all going as a group. We're all going as a group. It'll be great. It'll be great. And he's like, no, nah, man, we're going just us two. Like, <laughs> like, like, but, you know, sometimes there's, like, a little, there's, that's that last little hurdle you got to get through. Just, like, the last little hurdle will be, like, an annoying dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, it was the, it was definitely that guy that, that was definitely, like, trying to butt in on the dance floor with us. I I just felt like this weird, like broy vibe of like competing yes. for this person's attention. And even towards the end of the night, like we kept kind of like sniping back at each other, like just like little comments and stuff. And I didn't know this guy, but I knew oh, that really? she knew him. Oh, but gotcha. I was like, all right, whatever, man. Hey, you weren't the one who was dancing with her. Bro. <laughs> like, like we were bumping a, and grinding on the dance myself. floor. You were over there dressed up like Reno 911 or something. I don't know. Man. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell is he now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like um if you could go back to that night would you want to be more like a just like a just watching over the party kind of omniscient invisible just like seeing how it's going or would you would you rather like be in the moment and like be like no i want to i want to jump into my body and like do it again i would I would I want to be a fly on the wall versus reliving it again. Mm-hmm. I think I would want to I would I would just want to let it happen just because the way that things worked out the way that they did, I kind of just want to see I want to see ourselves back 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just kind of appreciate like the way that life is now mm-hmm. because if if i probably would have been in a different you know space in my head or in, in emotionally you know i i probably would i don't know i i who knows who knows how life would have worked out and you know reliving the moment i just feel like i don't want to ruin it you know yeah. like were you i mean when when you two met bella sure how long how long have you guys been together we've been together since uh Halfway through 2013. Halfway. Okay. Oh, you guys have been together for for a long time. You guys are married and everything. So, uh-huh. like, were you personally me for me? I was a dude. I was literally like, uh, like I had just set up my sail and let's see wherever life takes me. I really, <laughs> I really wasn't doing anything in life. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely happy. I'm that I met my wife because it was. I don't. I. She definitely was a huge, she's a huge driving force in my life that definitely has given me a lot of stability and has definitely made my, a lot of goals that I've achieved uh, have been during the time that I've been with her. Because up until then, I, dude, I was just <laughs> chilling, Same. baby. Same here, man. <laughs> Bro, yeah, uh, I don't I mean, know. Were you, were you doing comedy when, when, before you met your, your, your wife? 
I started like we met we met formally probably within a month of me doing comedy for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, I, like I had you know I had my dream to do comedy, and that was like that was like I'm gonna be a comedian. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be stand up comedian after I graduate. That's what I do. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And then you know you graduate and you're like oh, I gotta get a job, and then you're like <laughs> yeah. you're like dreams. I gotta get a job. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like, but yeah, I I I just I I don't. I don't know. You, I can never quantify how much I've gotten done because of her and not because of her. But I definitely, I definitely know that I wouldn't be here. You know, I wouldn't be as far, whatever, however far I am on whatever the hell this is that I'm on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as far, and I wouldn't be as good if I we hadn't like gotten together. Right. You need like a good partner. It's just well, they not only make you want to do do better, but they also it's just a security of like, like you know, someone will be here with me if I fail and I have to right. go back up again. Right, for sure. I mean, that we have this little thing that we say to each other that, you know, if something happens, if the world's ending, I'll be waiting at the corner for you. So I think it's that. It's just knowing that, like, I got someone waiting on the corner for me. They're not leaving without me. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I think I think knowing that kind of makes everything else feel small. And when it feels small, it's easier to overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, as I say, you know, behind behind every great man or whatever. But now, now the times are different. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like n- right next to a great man, right next to him is 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 an even greater woman. Like that's yeah. that's just how it is now. Like yeah. you know, uh, dude, my without my wife, like we we wouldn't have anything that we have. And I didn't start doing comedy until like my kids were two years old. You know, oh, wow. like, yeah. Had you, did you have like dreams or did you think like maybe I, sh- I want to do this like before that throughout your life? Ever? Yeah, well, I, I tried it. Uh, I tried when I was third. I mean, I officially did it when I was like 22. But mm-hmm. dude, my life, my life, I was, you know, messing with the wrong, you know, messing with the wrong people, with the wrong with, with in the wrong relationships that, you know, definitely never encouraged me. And I didn't need any encouragement from anybody. I shouldn't have never needed that. I should have done it myself. But, you know, that just never never encouraged me yeah you should go out there it was more course, like yeah. you should be spending time with me you should be you know you know focusing on us instead of like focusing on myself and you know just exactly the same thing i had bills i had to pay i got to get a job and i'm in orange county and how I, the whole thing was like you have to go to la to make it happen you right, know yeah you know so that that's why and it wasn't until i was 30 and i felt like you know my you know my kids are you know they're out of diapers so i don't have to be home to change diapers and i can now go out I can now, I told my wife, this is what I want to try to do. And, you know, I can count on your support and, you know, I, you know, we love each other and I'm going out there to do what I, what I, what I kind of have to see if I, if I can accomplish or not. And I mean, I mean, up, up to this point, monetarily, not really, but, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I mean, knowing that, uh, you know, I've gotten over my fear of, you know, of, of, uh, being on stage and telling jokes and, you know, for a while before before the pandemic, you know, we were, I mean, doing it every day. I was doing it every day and yeah. getting booked on shows. And I mean, you know, if 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 I'm not gonna quantify success with like, hey man, I'm a touring comedian and blah blah blah. I dude, I've I've already done so much more than what I thought I was gonna do in in comedy, and I'm I'm happy. You know, yeah, if man. it if it goes away, we got podcasts. <laughs> yeah, man, that's I always. I mean, I always notice dudes who uh, comedian stand-ups, you know, who have kids. 
Uh-huh. I always notice that a lot because because I know how hard it is for me to get my ass up sometimes to go fucking do the mic. And, you know, I don't have any kids. You know, it's just us and our cats like, you know, um, um, so like anyone that has kids, I'm always like, like I, I've always, you know, you when you're a comedian in your head, you know who you have in your head is like the top five in your scene. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, you know who you think like really has a shot and da da da. And you give people sometimes you see a guy kill and you're and you're like, not because you're not because you're a dirtbag, but you see a guy kill and you're like that, you know, that that don't, that won't happen much, much yeah. more again. And then uh-huh. and then yeah. sometimes sometimes you see a guy bomb and you're like, I, I, I wanted to see him just work like mm-hmm. so I, I do. I do have this thing in my head where I'm like, you just give some people a little more respect or a little more credit or you're like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Like, you know, like especially when you got kids and um, you're working jobs and you got a family like mm-hmm. God, I don't know. I'm. I have a hard enough time as it is. If I added any more responsibility, I don't know if you'd ever see me again. <laughs> Dude, it it happens. But I mean, when you when you want to do it, you'll find a way to do it. You'll find a way if if you're creative, like you'll find a way to express that that side of you. You know, and and stand up is just one part. You know, like even the most successful stand ups, you see, like they do other stuff, and then yeah. they end up doing stand up on the side, like. It's a means it's honestly like during the pandemic and, you know, maybe this maybe I did fall out of love a little bit with it. Like I just saw like how when stand up was taken away, like a lot of people just didn't know how to express themselves. You know, like Mm -hmm. a lot of people were just like stand up is all I had. I was like, all you had for what to be funny? Like, well, let me tell like, like, I don't know, dog, like. Most of those nights you weren't funny, like you know. <laughs> yeah, man. And and Our it's like that's that. why yeah. I I ended up writing that sketch, and that's and and I wish I could have done more. It's just, but it's not something that I I I like doing. But it was a way that I could express myself, you know. Yeah. And I surrounded myself during the pandemic with, you know, a lot of young, you know, Latino comedians and stuff like that. And we would do we would do like Zoom hangouts and all that stuff, and you know only just to keep in touch with that, you know, like, because mm-hmm. yeah, we couldn't see each other physically, but that doesn't mean we have to stop being creative or that doesn't mean we have to stop, you know, uh, talking about stuff that we want to do, working right. on projects. Right. Some dudes could not wait to get back out there, bro. Some dudes just threw caution to the wind, didn't care about anybody else. And they still did comedy. Like there was no pandemic. Yeah. And I was like, bro, is this the only way? Yeah. yeah. Definitely saw some of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, dude, I, I won't I won't do certain people's shows no more. I uh I got hit up by some dude uh who during the pandemic was like, You're a pussy if you're uh what if if yeah, if like if you're doing Zoom shows, you're a pussy. Like we need to get out there. We're not gonna let the government tell us what to do. You guys are all scared, you guys are all bitches, blah blah blah. Like, it's like- yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have kids. <laughs> and it's like, you know, he hit me up maybe like a few weeks ago. Hey, you want to be on my show? Uh, I didn't even, I didn't even reply. I didn't even reply. I, re- I refuse to work with people like yeah. that. Good for you. I have, dude, I have my own stage. I have my own, like, sound system. If ever I want to put on a show, all I need is, all I literally need is an electrical socket. And <laughs> I can put on, I have the nicest the nicest quality speakers that that are super loud and my stage i have lights i don't need anything i don't i don't need 
you know, there's certain people that, that I may not like, but have been respectful towards me and I'm going to respect them or whatever. But like, I don't, I don't need anything, bro. Like to yeah. be funny, I don't, to be funny and to get in front of crowds, who cares? Yeah. Like, what do we need? What do you need to have your name on a flyer? Like for what? The flyers yeah. don't mean anything. Some people <laughs> want to be on flyers. Some people, dude, I did Zoom shows. Those were fun. I'm still yeah. doing Zoom shows. <laughs> like, to to express yourself it doesn't like if you've been writing and if you've been coming up with jokes wh what you want to be at a bar or do you like do you want to be at a bar and tell jokes to mo like most when you're at an open mic bellister you know like a lot of those people didn't show up to hear you like they're they there to have a beer they didn't even know Tuesday you were night. gonna be there man <laughs> They Bro. said, hey, comedy starting in 10 minutes. You're like, what, what? the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I've seen more people hurry up and finish their beer. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like, oh, really? Comedy? I'll stay. Like, Let's get the fuck out of here. These guys are about to start saying shit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ballester, did you ever go to Father's? No, dude. I never went to Father's because it was, it was just far for me. And uh -huh. I always I would always see the, the sign and I always was bummed that I never went because, cause you know, when your, your friend has a show or a mic, huh. you're like, you got to show support. And yeah, I never went, but yeah. I, 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 so I, I never fucking supported you, man. No, you, you would tell me, you, I think you, I think we, we talked about it a few times and you were like, Oh, I'll try. I've been seeing it one day. And I was like, that's cool, bro. <laughs> like, dude, a lot of the times I didn't want to be there. Like <laughs> it's a Sunday night and it, it, everybody there hated us. I think some of the bartenders hated us. Oh. Uh, the, uh, the old like like war veterans orange county like senior citizen dudes who yeah. are all divorced they hated us they would tell us as much every day like every <laughs> oh sunday they're like are you guys gonna come back they're like all right we'll be back later <laughs> they, like they would leave <laughs> and some guys would try to give us advice. dude i threw uh, like somebody somebody there was a drunk there was a drunk lady there one time and she hated the comedy and she got up and she was like, I'm going to give this place a negative Yelp review. And I was like, go ahead. I was like, go. nobody shows up. You're a loser for being here. <laughs> Good luck finding the Yelp page for this place. Oh, my God, man. That's so yeah, funny. that's hilarious. But um, all right. Oh, so. That's awesome, man. That's thank you so much for sharing that with us. We, you know, with uh, talking, doing this podcast, a lot of times, you know, you get to talk to people about significant moments in their lives. So, you know, thanks for sharing that. That's you know, that's very sweet and that's awesome. No, th thank thank you for for it, it. was really it was nice to walk like take a walk down memory lane, and I'll definitely play this for my wife and be like, see, I do think about you. <laughs> see how much I noticed. <laughs> see, I fought off the last little hurdle, annoying dude. Oh, yeah, man. man. Okay, so um, now let's talk about your other event, your event, event that you would uh -huh, your event from history. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it, it, it took me a while. Like, like I really, there was a lot of things I was thinking about and I, uh, I narrowed it down. I definitely was like, I'm a, I'm a huge, like world war two, like that kind of like, uh, I, I like a, to my favorite, like my favorite type of movies are world or like war movies from WW2. And I was like, something like that, something like that. And I was like, no, not really. I thought you guys mm -hmm. were going to ask for more like, oh, you got, you, you need to be an expert in this stuff. No, I'm not no. an expert on it. I just, I like that era. But since, but then I was like, oh, something more original. I want to go back to like 
1 AD to like about 33 AD, like live in that era in <laughs> Jerusalem, Bethlehem. And I want to, I want to see this guy, Jesus Christ, because yeah, he's in the Bible and yeah, whole religion is like based around him and all that stuff. But I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm, I'm, I think I lean more towards atheists, even though I'm more non-practicing Catholic. Um, people keep saying there's definitely evidence that a guy named Jesus existed in this time. About I want to see, yeah. I want to meet his disciples. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, all of them. John, Job. <laughs> Uh, what's a <laughs> John Peter, Job, Paul. Uh, Peter, Paul. Peter, Paul? I want to meet all those dudes and be like, what? Because I'm definitely the type of guy uh, you were talking about right now about about uh, you know those comics that are on the scene that you that you definitely <laughs> give a little bit more respect to. I'm like, man, yeah. fuck that guy. Every every comic, <laughs> like all the Ramsey Badawis and all the all the all the Opies, all those guys that are in the Orange County comedy scene. I'm like, man, what you guys fucking find so funny about him? Like, I want to be that guy. But in the Jesus era, like, can you like, imagine how funny it would be to just be like, "Did you see the shit Peter did over here? <laughs> shit talking the yeah. apostle." Just, just like, what, what you guys sucking this guy's dick for? What, what do he do? Oh, he, he turned water into wine. Pff, bullshit. Let me see. Let me see. Like, I, I don't buy. It. I'm like, I was like, I think this is just dirty water. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I, that's a that's a great one because I mean, mm-hmm. dude, the think about the millions of people on Earth who like want to know the truth about that. Even like people who who really, 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 really believe, why wouldn't they still want to like you know go go check you know like go see the dude? Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I want to go and I want to because I'm gonna go as a non-believer. Like I I have no <laughs> yes. faith in this You're guy. Like, convince. He, me. <laughs> Yeah, convince me. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's that funny. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the savior. I mean, yeah, that, that that leper looks the same. Yeah. Oh, he's headlining all these temples. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, my buddy's just as fucking miraculous as this guy. Come to the hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he made a blind guy see again. Fuck it. What? Whatever. Threw a ball at that guy. I don't think he. <laughs> He didn't catch it. It's fucking blind. <laughs> oh, he's getting a crucifixion. So is that guy who stole something. He didn't do nothing. Like, like yeah, that, that's what I want to go. Cause I don't like, I don't, I'm, I'm not buying it until I see it. You yeah. know, I'm, you know, I probably similar experience to you grew up, you know, loosely Catholic. Um, but I mostly went to church when there was a baptism or a wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, so yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm also, you know, similarly beliefs to you. Like I don't, I don't really believe in that. So, um, but w- do you think you would have like a, like, do you think you would maybe have a bigger reaction than you expect? Like if you actually like saw the dude, like you're like, that's like, Jesus. Would any part of your Catholic upbringing be like shook? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like if. Like if I saw maybe like Mark Marin at the comedy store, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I don't really think he's that funny. But damn, there he is. Look at him. There he is. <laughs> With all 12 of his disciples. I'm like, damn. How do you, how do you, I saw Joe Rogan at the comedy store one time and like everybody was hanging around him, like, like this huge circle of people. And I don't like Joe Rogan at all, but it was like, oh man, look at him. 
Look at him. <laughs> look, look Everybody's at him his... hanging off his every word. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely go back go back in time and be like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Look at him. <laughs> I think it would be really interesting because like you know we have people nowadays who say they're the son of God and everyone goes, Yeah, yeah, great. Talk to you later. Like <laughs> was the reaction the same back then? Like I, I just would be I would be curious to see if he's real, but I'd also be curious to see how other people reacted, interacted with him. Yeah. If people listened to what he had to say or if they're like, mm, see you later. Yeah. yeah. Or if, he, if he was like kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's one of those guys like you never want to you never want to meet your heroes because he's, like <laughs> he's right. A jerk. But definitely like because there's those people that like. Like the Romans and then the the, oh, the Jews. Uh, listen, I'm not the Jewish people. I mean, they didn't they didn't really think he was the Messiah, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the Romans were like, yeah, like we you got to kill it. Like so, there's people that weren't on his side. Clearly, he was crucified. Uh, right. But uh, but like, were they threatened by him? Like right. I don't I, like if I go back there, would I be? I don't know if I would be threatened by him or I would be more of trying to dismiss him like dude this guy's a nut job like this guy down the street also says he's a savior yeah like, i don't know what i would i think i would probably be more of the dismissive type more just like nah that yeah, ain't it bro you, that ain't you never it. know yeah you never know how you're gonna act you know in the actual moment like mm-hmm. so yeah because because i know if a dude came in came tomorrow and was like i'm the son of god i probably yeah. just walk <laughs> just walked by right. would you try to join his group <laughs> I, I definitely would not and i would definitely i would definitely i would throw sh- so much shade on like the other 12 disciples i was like dude that guy that guy's just right peter's riding the coattails on this guy like this guy all right john <laughs> all right you took a- <laughs> they, they would put you in the bible as the yeah. shit talker <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's you know what and and uh now i'm remembering uh do you remember the early days of uh audio books what was that audio books that uh was it what was the original like audio book uh subscription thing Company? what was it oh uh audible uh-huh Audible that I I remember, dude, I'm totally remembering there was a book. I forgot what it was. It was like the book of something. It was called Lamb, the book of something. And it was definitely a lot of this, like somebody who would go back there and go (laughs) at those times. It was like, ah, God, I'll I'll look it up. But but yeah, there was a satirical book written sort of similar to this. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I find that very, I've always been drawn to that stuff, uh, Mm -hmm. like, because because I'm very conflicted with my faith, and um, I think I was eventually eventually uh, Bill Maher was definitely the like the end of it for me. I was like, okay, like I stopped saying that I was atheist because of Bill Maher mm. uh, because um, I, it's not that I, it's not whether I believe in something or not. For me, it's like whatever. Maybe maybe we'll find out when we die. But I mean, I'm I'm a registered catholic like if you were baptized you are registered in the catholic faith in the vatican there's papers on you so you can't say that you cannot say that you're an atheist you can say that you are maybe your your beliefs lean more towards atheism 
because now atheism itself has become a, a, a faith and a belief and a, a, almost a religion. And so I think accurately what best describes me is I'm a non-practicing Catholic, you know, right. that leans more towards the belief of maybe that there's nothing out there. Yeah, so I've always been interested in in that stuff. I do remember making it through half of that audiobook. It was it was uh, it was it was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was raised Catholic also, but like like we went to CCD on, you know, on Wednesday nights. I was an altar server until wow. it was like embarrassing to be an altar server. Like uh, we were pretty involved in the or I guess we didn't necessarily go every Sunday, but mm-hmm. like pretty involved, I would say. So I think it would be interesting to just because you grow up hearing all of these like stories and fables and things, and just it would be interesting to see how closely they match. That's what that, you learn as a child. Yeah, that's what why we love talking about this question because mm-hmm. like. You know, the personal story, the personal side of the podcast is fun because you've been there Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, let's go back and see, you know, what did did I miss? What did I not miss? What, Mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, but the historical one, the one from history is like, Mm -hmm. I just have heard about this over Mm -hmm. and over and over and over again. So like, let me go check it out, Mm -hmm. see what it is, see what it looks like. Like there's one story and I haven't been to church in quite a while, so I'm sure I am misremembering parts of it. But (laughs) (laughs) there's one story where Jesus is at a church doing his thing and the church is having like a market on its grounds and it's chaos. And Jesus gets really mad because they're disrespecting the church and starts like throwing shit and saying, get out of here, like throws a big fit. And I remember uh-huh. they were saying, like, this is showing Jesus's humanity. And I just remember thinking, like, this feels like it's out of left field. You've been telling me this is the nicest dude ever. And I just kicked a bunch of people out who were trying to sell, like, eggs. He, he, he ruined a market because it was too busy? But it was, like, on the church Doesn't grounds. that sound like the boss's son? <laughs> <laughs> What's going Again, on here? <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been no, to church. So uh, there could I, be things I'm missing. But I think the point was, like, he felt that they were disrespecting yes. like the holy space of the church that that yes that mm-hmm. i do see that's how ingrained it is in 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 my upbringing where i do remember that exact that, that exact story and i don't remember whether i heard it as a when when my parents would take us to church we weren't we our involvement in the church growing up with a with the catholic church was every sunday we would go there every sunday at the church that we went to uh, an, uh, there was an, a- an an apparition of the Virgin Whoa. Mary, oh, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see shit. <laughs> uh, but I remember we would go there a few a few days when when that was when that was hot when that was trending. We would go <laughs> and I we would pray when somebody passed away. We did the I, it, it, the. I know it in Spanish, the novenario, when you go for nine days gotcha. of reading the rosary after somebody passes away. Mm-hmm. So that we did, we're not too involved, but we were definitely, you know, traditionally involved. And mm-hmm. when I, w- uh, so I don't remember, I don't know if I remember that, that specific story, because that is a story in the Bible when I was doing the whole Catholic thing or when I was dating the Christian girl. Because when I was dating <laughs> the Christian girl, baby, we were, we were in third gear at the church, baby. We were there. <laughs> 
three, four days out of the week. <laughs> I've never heard a Christian mention that story, so I think it was probably your Catholic. Yeah, Catholic. probably. So well, it, it, it looks like it's called the cleansing of the temple. Um, and it says that's where Jesus and his disciples traveled to Jerusalem for Passover. Jesus expels the merchants and consumers from the temple, accusing them of turning it into a den of thieves and a house of trade through their commercial activities. So he didn't want people selling merch at church is yeah. what I'm gathering from but this. As that, someone who grew up going to Catholic church, and I'm curious if this is your experience also, every Sunday, as soon as mass gets out, we're all going to buy coffee and donuts from the Boy Scouts. Yep. Yep. It's so a, it's, it's kind of uh-huh. like, is this much different? Yeah, so they funny. they had a gift shop at the church that I used to go to. They had what a gift the shop. <laughs> get your Bible, get your rosary beads, your your get your, your... videotape of the apparition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had all that, and then outside, you know, they they had the ladies selling like you know ice cream and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Chicharron. So, yeah, don't do dude. yeah, dude. Uh, it's it's got to be. I mean, it's a it's a New Testament story, so. Since we're telling Jesus stories, this is one of the ones I remember. This is this. I, I thought the story was funny back when I heard it as a kid, because this is a baller story. But I remember I was doing Bible study with my dad and my brothers and my mom. And we read this story and Jesus is giving advice. And his advice is if you get invited to a big party for a friend of yours. OK. And you show up to the party and your friend, you see like the the seat of honor where the the, the birthday boy is going to sit. Don't sit next to that because don't sit right next to it. Because what if the birthday boy comes and sits down and he looks at you and he's like, oh, no, you're not the one who I want to sit next to me. I'm not that close to you. And he moves you farther away from like the 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 birthday boy seat. That would make you look bad. So what you want to do is show up to the birthday party. You sit as far away as you can from the seat of honor. And then the birthday boy will say, no, come on, man, get closer. And then that'll make you look good. I don't know if the lesson was to make you look good or to win friendship, but I just was sitting there being like, this is just like life advice. When was the last time you told someone where they could sit? This is Jesus. Okay. Back then they sat at long tables. Sounds about right. They're like, yeah, just, hey, don't, don't be, don't be too needy when you show up to a party. You gotta be cool, bro. Just chill. Play cool, man. Hey, man, listen, Jesus. Jesus, you know, you can't go too fast with him, man. You know, everyone tries to, you know, be friends with him. You got to sit far away. Let him bring you in. Dude, going back to when I met my wife. Hey, if I would have been the guy that's like, I went to the party with no expectations, baby. All right. I I didn't go there. I didn't go there. I didn't show up like where the, where the girls at, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, you just got to let it happen. That's the whole thing. When you show up to a birthday party, just let it happen. So, um, uh, before we we leave off on this this event, you know Jesus and religion and all that. I think everyone who's religious and even people who aren't, they want to know like you know like what's the truth about when we die? Like mm-hmm. you know like when when I close my eyes forever, like what happens? Like ev- that's what I think of everyone like in church. They're like, what's gonna happen? Like yeah. um, so like so. Do you have as, as a non practicing Catholic? Do you have any? Any kind of thing that you yourself are, uh, think is most probable, or do, are you just like, who knows? I'm gonna close my eyes and then we'll see. Yeah, I think I'm I'm more of of the I'll close my eyes and we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's been a nice ride, and you know, I mean, I, you, you nobody's in control of what happens when when you die, and yeah. I mean, it's nice. Um, I guess to think you have things figured out and if you're a good, if you're a good pious person, you end up going to heaven and, 
But then the the opposite is like, oh shit, man, am I gonna go to hell? Like that sucks. literally burned forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, what do you what, I mean, what happens? <laughs> like like uh like yeah. what do you mean like all the time I'm on yeah. fire? Like 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 it sucks all the time because like, I've, I've sat at, at open mic set like I sit and wait for three hours and there's a few enjoyable moments <laughs> oh my god hell is just you sitting waiting to go up and never going Dude, up it's anchor bar on Mondays bro just like it is <laughs> it just just every comic is shitty and the crowd is getting smaller and smaller yeah, yeah. like fuck <laughs> yeah and then and then like the shittiest comic is on stage that's great. Well, dude, thank you so much for yes, being here, man. Thank Thanks you. so much for doing the podcast. That was so much fun. And those events were so good. Yeah, they were great. Oh, thank you for having me on, guys. I, I, I'm i glad I got to do it. I'm so sorry about the mishap last uh, on Saturday, <laughs> but I'm so I'm so glad that I, I got to do it. And it was good to see you, Buster. Amanda, it was nice talking to you. Tyler. Yeah. Nice meeting you, buddy. Thanks. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being uh being here i hope you have a good night say hi to your family for us hope you guys are doing well yeah i will thank you thanks Thanks, take care thanks guys bye tyler bye amanda bye Bye. Bye, wow wasn't that a great conversation that was so much fun i haven't thought so much about church in a long time i never i didn't think we would uh you know uh get such a refresher on on jesus on catholicism (laughs) Catholicism. (laughs) this is the most yeah that i've since we went to easter church that one year that one year three years ago (laughs) do you remember tyler (laughs) <laughs> yeah um and the the priest made fun of everyone who's like you only show up for holidays and i'm like hey he, i barely showed up for this one <laughs> that joke is the most tired joke He's a hack. in catholicism anyone who's ever been to a holiday uh service at a church knows the ceo joke no oh, yeah christmas and easter only <laughs> oh, and and he does it because it he feels that joke kills every every year. Well, if you don't laugh at the priest joke, I mean, yeah, you're going to hell. Yeah, I mean, when I go to church, I, I just I'm a, I'm not myself. I'm this like, hey, nice to meet you. Shake your hand, like the priest. Ha ha. Like <laughs> you have to kind of laugh at this shit in there. But um, yeah. we got a heck of a refresher on Jesus, and we got to hear a really good story about him meeting his wife on halloween eve 2010 yeah and i it definitely is like a cinderella story like he said it seems yeah. like i i can just picture like uh, i don't want to go and then you go and you get a little tipsy and you're feeling good and you're like who costume. is that chick she's my cousin cousin no not your cousin oh not my cousin dancing dancing, dancing, douche dancing. Bag, douche bag. you gotta edge throw, out some the douche, throw some elbows <laughs> that douche. get the fuck out of here jose oh that was a great story that was great Well, thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next week on Again Again. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.